0: Sunny sat wedged between Halajan and the back door of the old Mercedes convertible. The large pink elephant slumped on her lap as if it were a petulant child. There had barely been room for her luggage. What with the entire family insisting on coming along to greet her at the airport, showering her with flowers and balloons and kisses and more than a few tears. Fitting everyone in the car to go home, was like trying to put toothpaste back into the tube. Despite the dust clogging the skies, they had to open the top to accommodate everything she'd brought, most of it gifts, including the stuffed animal for little Arezzo that was now blocking Sunny's view of the city. After 29 hours in the air, from Seattle to London to Doha to Kabul, the jet lag was taking its toll. Things felt a little surreal. Landing once again in Afghanistan, being with her friends, not having Jack by her side, it seemed weird and familiar, happy and sad, all at the same time. The hot summer air felt like a blow dryer set on high, aimed smack at Sunny's face. She could feel the moisture being sucked right out of her skin. The balloons were battered around by the breeze making her feel as though they were aboard a float in some sort of bizarre parade. Halajan was downright giddy, holding Sunny's hand in a tight squeeze, jabbering away like a magpie. They had barely left the parking area when she'd launched into a rambling story about how she'd outsmarted an unscrupulous vendor at the Mondai, the city's largest market, by pretending to be the mother of the chief of police. And do you think that man's prices suddenly turned to half of what they were? You bet your ass, she cackled. The old woman seemed to have barely aged in the eight years since they'd last seen each other. They'd video chatted regularly, but in person, somehow Halajan seemed more vibrant. Sonny was relieved, Halajan's husband, Rashif, was seated on the other side of his wife, with eight-year-old Arezzo on his lap. What little hair was left on Rashif's head had gone completely grey. He looked distinguished, grandfatherly. In the front seat, Halajan's son, Ahmad, was behind the wheel sitting straight and proud. Sonny couldn't help but think of the tortured young man Ahmad had been when they first met struggling so hard with his traditionalist views in a changing world. Since then, he had become such a loving husband and father, a man dedicated to standing up for what's right, committed to supporting his wife, Yasmina, in her efforts to help those who couldn't help themselves. There she sat, right by his side, that naive girl from the mountains, who had landed on the Kabul coffee shop doorstep, scared and alone so many years ago. But that girl was long gone, and in her place was a woman bursting with confidence. Which was only right, considering how much she had accomplished. Next to Yasmina was her younger sister Leila, balancing her 12-year-old niece Najama on her lap. Sonny wrestled with the headscarf that kept slipping off her in the gritty wind. How the Afghan women always wore the chadar so effortlessly remained a mystery to her. Hala Jean reached in to help, looping the cloth into place in one quick move. Hey, Hala, why aren't you the one driving? Sonny asked. Hala Jean had taken great pride in secretly learning how to drive not long before Sonny's last visit. He says I'm too old to drive. She pointed her chin toward Ahmad as she spoke. Ach!